Hi everyone and welcome to Christianity Unfiltered where we're speaking the truth of God's word in love. Today you might notice we have someone new with us. We have a guest speaker and Brandon, why don't you introduce him to us This today. is uh, my brother John Asher. He's a uh, knew my dad, really good friend of the family and uh, we invited him on the show. Um, we just want to talk about regeneration and uh, the power of the Holy Spirit, the transformation of when you accept Christ and what happens to you and how you get changed and so that's what we're going to talk about. Well, you know, to me it's been really exciting because like I have not met anyone that has truly been transformed or experienced like the transformation that I have and that Brandon has from like, you know, turning from a life of sin to really allowing Jesus and the Holy Spirit to like transform you and to see your passion your excitement, your understanding of the word, it's impressive and it's exciting for mm -hmm. me because I really have never, I mean, from that life, I haven't seen it happen to anyone else the way it has us, you know? Yeah, not yet. I mean, we're trying to reach everybody. <laughs> I know you're trying to do the same thing. <laughs> right. Hallelujah. I know you're trying to do the same thing. <sighs> if you just want to tell us like a little bit about what, like, when did you get saved? Well, when I was about 12 years old, we, my mom and uh, my stepfather and three of my brothers went on a trip to California. On our way back, we stopped to see my sister. She lived in Little Rock, Arkansas. Actually, it was Springdale, Arkansas. Wow. And, and she went, her, my brother-in-law had went to Bible College in Springdale, Springfield, Missouri, I think it was. They're right real close to each other by the Ozarks or whatever. However, my mom dropped me off there. Not because she was mad at me, because she loved me. <laughs> so, but just so, so we know. Hey, I tried. I tried. I know. So just so we know, my mother loved us yes. with all her heart. Mm -hmm. and she Praise loved God. the Lord with all of her heart, soul, and mind. And I know that Praise because God. her actions. And so she drops mm -hmm. me off there. She wasn't even mad. So <laughs> she just dropped me off there, right? She drops me off. <laughs> and I'm with my sister. And my sister is living with a pastor, which his name was Don Wisnant. And he had a, a little wife. And, uh, and my sister's best friend, uh, I call her Ruth, but her name's Diane. And Mike Sells was there, and, and he's, a, he's a brother in Christ. Uh, and uh, I stayed in the, ba in the in not the basement, but the garage of the house. We set up cots out there and stuff, and, and we had dedications, you know, uh, we got dedication every night, or not dedication, but Bible. Um, like Bible studies. Bible studies. Yeah, like Bible yeah. studies every night. And we would read and we would drink carrot juice. Okay. Every day. It's supposed to be good for your eyes. Yes. Yeah. You guys? It worked. <laughs> so, so it worked. You got it? So, anyhow. I quit drinking carrot juice because okay. <laughs> I probably would have worked. However, one day I just felt led to, I wanted to receive the Lord. My brother-in-law, Bob, he was, like I said, he was in uh, Bible college and he was, maybe he was just getting out of Bible college, but they resigned, you know, they lived there. So he led me to the Lord in July. Mm -hmm. I thought it was, in, it was July like 17th or 18th, 1976. I was 12 years old. Well, I come home, you know, I come home from there and uh, I'm getting ready to go into my junior high, uh, junior high school, you know, getting ready to be a teenager, right? So, so we get mixed up with the world, right? We come home, we talk about it. I remember praying for Danny McFalls, a, a friend of mine, and he's now since passed, but he was, he found the Lord, you know, so that's good, thank God, right? So. I come home and I got all these friends of mine, Bob Tkarczak, Jeff Backus, and just all these people from the neighborhood. This is when I lived in Ellet. So okay. uh, I'm trying to tell them about the Lord, you know, as a 12 year old. Mm -hmm. Well, they want to play baseball. We want to smoke cigarettes. Yeah, we smoke cigarettes at yeah. 12. Mm -hmm. We're doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, and uh, so I kind of fell away from it, right? So. That being said, time went on. My mother uh, decided we we're going to move from the store, so we move over to Springfield. So we move over to Springfield Township. Well, over there, you know, 
you got pressures of the archers, you got pressures of the Eismans, you got pressures <laughs> of, the, of everybody, right? Because now I'm the new kid on the block. Yeah. A lot of people mm -hmm. don't know I got 12 brothers and three sisters. Mm -hmm. Well, I do. So. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, so I got. I did. I have all these brothers and sisters, but at that time there was only maybe seven of us at home still, because my sisters done went on and uh, what have you. So I'm there with my younger brother Dan, and we're coming to this other. We're coming to this new school, Springfield. So I get introduced to all the kids in Lakemore. And we all kind of knew each other from this church we went to as kids called Ella Baptist Temple. Mm -hmm. We went to Ella Baptist Temple. Reverend Bob Kuykendall was the pastor. And he was a pretty strong pastor from what I remember. Yeah. You know, if you're messing around at church, your mom's going to greet you there and rip you a new, <laughs> you know, pinch your leg or something. And you'll be like, wow, man, you're going to pay attention. And you're getting it when you go in. Yeah, you're you going to pay attention, right? Yeah. So, with that being said, you know, by that time, we weren't there no more at Alabama's Temple. My brother-in-law, Bernard Christie, he's a pastor, Reverend Bernard Christie, he had, he had a church over off, well, they started a church over off of Sherman Street. And he's now been 49 years in the ministry. Hmm. And uh, he had his first church over in Enman Street, I mean, not Enman Street, but uh, Sherman Street over in Springfield, yes. right off of Canton Road there. So I attended that very first service, you know, and, and I was going to church and stuff, and then, then they got another little church off of Inman Street. We went to that, my mother took me to that. Every Sunday we went. Every Sunday I went to church. Every Sunday we thought we was doing our thing, right? And we were, because that's all we knew. So the seed knew. was being planted continually. So, yeah. Exactly. So mom takes us to church. She don't push nothing on you. Mm -hmm. She goes, hey, this is what's up. You know, I take the most visitors. I get the three, three, three foot candy bar <laughs> for winning because I brought the most visitors and stuff. Mm -hmm. in here. But still, you know, I'm just going to church, man. It's Sunday. I'm going to church. We go to church on Sunday. Hmm. So, Part of a simple life back then. Yeah. yeah so, you know, you it did give you a sense of, you know, direction. It honestly did. Because when you're in going into ninth grade and mm -hmm. you got a girlfriend and you got this and you're doing and it starts leading to different things and you wonder am I doing the right thing but you know it's conscious you never go by it because the flesh don't want to listen to the spirit mm -hmm. yeah. and if you don't surrender yourself mm -hmm. you don't have that spirit right and so you're going to fall on your face each and every time so in ninth grade things are happening right and I fall in love with a girl you know that I've known you know, I actually knew her from the skating rink over there, and I when I Spring when I uh, the rink. All oh, right. so the, that was my my uh, my goal when I moved there as a kid in ninth grade to find her, and I did, and, and it's crazy because I ended up marrying her and stuff. However, it all went away, but you know, just wow. like everything else, because mm -hmm. we're living in the world, yeah. so. There's, there's been lots of struggles in, in the seasons that came and gone in between the time I was born to the time I received Christ to this time that I've re-dedicated uh, re, uh, my life to the Lord. Yes. Right? So, so in that time I met a girl, her name's Jessie, you know, and, you know, she, I have put her through the mill, man, and I wonder, you know, I wonder why would she even be here, you know? It's by God's mercy and grace that yeah. he would leave somebody in my life because mm -hmm. I was lost and doing whatever John wanted to do. What the world offers you is nothing mm -hmm. but chaos. Never being able to calm down, never having peace, never doing this. And I'm like, man, won't you leave? It's not she's, that easy though, is it? She's not leaving. So now I'm thinking, man, thank God. Thank God that somebody is really truly, mm -hmm. or I'm hoping, maybe somebody really truly has yeah, that right. real love and connection for you, mm -hmm. right? So, I got two beautiful kids with her, you know, and, uh, and, and you know, I was living such a destroyed life. It's like, hey, you gotta do something, man. You gotta do something, you gotta do it now. I had some things I was involved in and I loved with all my heart, man, I've been in. But it was of the world, and it was things that just don't line up with what the Lord has you do, right? So, I had to make some decisions, you know. 
And just mm -hmm. to fast forward to all this stuff because I don't want to get too crazy about it, but just to fast forward, I talked to a guy. I've been going to church, man, now for like four years. My buddy Joe Brown, he's getting baptized. Boom, he invites me to church. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, man, that's the last place I want to go is that church. Yeah. Some people are mm -hmm. crazy in there. <laughs> and I mean it. I said, he goes, bro, you got to come. I'm getting baptized. And he's all proud, man. You know, Joe, mm -hmm. he's all proud, yeah. man. He's like, I'm getting baptized. I want you there. I come there. He wanted you there. And I awesome. sat. He puts me right in the front row with him. <laughs> because he's going to say something. I've, evidently, he, you know, Joe likes to be... He's, he's vocalist, man. He can stand up and tell you whatever, you know. Yeah. That's how Brandon and is, And people too. can hear him, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going, oh, man, i got to sit next to this brother, man, and he's getting ready to get baptized. And I know this church is crazy. <laughs> and they are crazy, but they're crazy for the Lord. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, I've never left that church. God mm -hmm. planted you there. Yep. I went there. I went there twice, and I said, that pastor's got to be the most craziest he's pastor cool. I ever know. <laughs> he's cool. I said, this dude, man, yeah. he gets up there. And he's just shining, mm -hmm. and he tells you the Word of God. And, and I tell you, man, it's, uh, that, that's the only place I've ever gotten fed like I've been being fed. Yes. And it's not that these other churches didn't feed me. It was my ears were deaf to it. Right. I didn't listen. Yeah. I didn't hear right. it. I didn't open up my heart. I didn't mm -hmm. surrender myself to the Lord. Yes. So, and I'm going to be honest with you. I thought I was saved. February 2020, and I have a brother at that church, very passionate for the Lord, his name's Scott James, and he and he's poured into me, man, poured into me. And we argue and come to stuff, and I, you don't know what you're doing, you don't, you know, but I know he knew what he's doing. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, you delivered it wrong. Anything I could come up with to get <laughs> yeah. him away from me, yeah. man. Yeah. It's like, leave yeah. me alone. Yes. Yeah. I'm That's telling you, leave me alone. Yeah. And, and he's like, <laughs> He's telling, you're, you're going to listen to me. And yeah. I'm like, you little rat, I'm going to no, throw I'm you not. across this room. <laughs> and, uh, but you know what? He loves me because I'm going to tell you this Sunday, I rededicated my life to the Lord. I made a confirmation Sunday at the altar. I turned my life over to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I know I've been knowing about him. I know I've been walk, trying to walk with him. Mm -hmm. Hey, I used to go in houses that I associated in, and I would tell him, hey, man, God's good, man. Do what God does, says mm -hmm. and see what he does. Yeah. And then I'd go over there and entertain myself. Why you weren't with, doing with that. With the world. Yeah. With the world. And I'm saying, hey, man, hey, brother, I, he loves you, man. I love you. But I'm going to bust your head if you don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> or you're going to bust my head. I don't yeah. know who's going to win, but yeah. somebody's going to, we're having right. a conversation. I'm going to beat you. Yeah. And they're going, yes. Lord. They're going, this cat's so confused, we're getting him out of here. <laughs> yes. And so my mouth, <laughs> next thing you know it. I have nobody, mm -hmm. yeah. nowhere to turn. Mm -hmm. I just come, come out of a bad time in my life, and I'm laying around, and I'm going, wow, what's going on? Mm -hmm. I still ain't got it. I still ain't got it. So a whole year goes by, and I'm begging, you know, I'm begging, hey, man, where's my brothers, man? I love these people, man. Mm -hmm. yeah. What's love? You know what? There is no love in the world. Not, because yeah. the world's not designed to love. Mm -mm. It was designed for the prince of the world is Satan. Mm -hmm. And what falls into the line of Satan is hatred, yes. jealousy, mm -hmm. deceit. Yep, backbiting, envy, strife. Everything, envious. Everything. I don't know. I, you could add any word to it, and if it ain't positive, that's it. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's it. So God gives love, mercy, grace. He gives his son, man. Hey, and I'm like... Time's going by, man. Nobody's calling. Nobody's checking on old John no more. Because guess what? When, you, when you're doing things that people, everybody's lost. So they're always right. looking for somebody to grab onto. Mm -hmm. And to just come with hold them. on to them. Mm -hmm. Or just hold on to them. Mm -hmm. Just say, I'm part of this. But right. you didn't have the guts to go out and do what I did to get what I had. And I didn't have the guts to keep it, I guess. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And guess what? That's okay. Because I found something better, mm -hmm. and it's the love of Jesus Christ. Right. I think God pulled you out of that. Yeah. Well, guess what? I got thrown out of it, but listen. <laughs> God, might, God had a part in it because I was fighting this it. for three or four years. You know, mm -hmm. I was trying to change my life, mm -hmm. yeah. but I wanted to change it so I could give it to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I couldn't do it because I was part of that. Right. And so I would be, like I said, entertaining things of the world. 
and I was no good to them, I was no good to me, I was no good to my family, I was no good to nobody, and I was fooling nobody but myself. Mm -hmm. And you know what, the devil let it go, man. Because he done had me where he wanted me, and he let me destroy the rest. Yeah. And I did exactly that. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's like he just puts his fingers in, gets things going, and then stands yeah, back and watches things and implode. Watch it go. So, I pulled a quick move on him. I, I, I got down and I prayed to the Lord. I asked him to come in. I got a 15-year-old son, man, about to turn 16, about to drive a car. He's experiencing things in his life. I pray mm -hmm. that he don't have to experience the things that I did. Mm -hmm. Don't be what I was trying to be. You know, just don't be what I was. Mm -hmm. And my older son, he's struggling with things. Don't be what I was. You know. You can what, pour what you're receiving now into them. Yeah, exactly. So you what know? I'm saying, what God has had planned for me, back to the blind man. His name's Blind George. Don't be offended, George. I love you. However, <laughs> he says, nobody calls me. I call him. We talk on the phone for three hours, man. Mm. And he's pouring into me. Mm -hmm. The word, the word, the word. And I'm listening. And all I hear is, John, you have to get out of your way. You have to get out of your own self before you can be any good to anybody else because you have to deny yourself and allow yes. the greater spirit of the power of Jesus Christ within in your heart. Mm -hmm. And it's got to be in your heart. Mm -hmm. And I go, so that night, man, I was just like, hey, Lord, I need you. You know. I can't do this on my own. And he already knows that because he tells you in his word, mm -hmm. you can't do this without me. And, He's uh, so merciful. Yeah. Yes. And so I'm going, just give me something, man, that I know. Because a lot of people, man, they think they're saved. They think they found God. And, they, and I found God. You didn't find God. God ain't lost. You are. Right? And, and you know, that's the honest <laughs> right. truth, man. Right. He puts a seed in you way before you even know it's there. Mm -hmm. yep. And he starts watering it. And, and he, don't, he don't allow you to do the things you're doing. Everybody goes, well, yeah, man, he let me do this. He let me do this. I strayed off to here and there. I did all this stuff. God allowed it. It was cool. No, he didn't. He gave you the free will back then when you received it the That's first right. time yeah. to walk with That's me. Right. Or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, a, there's always a choice. Yeah, so the choice was not. Because mm -hmm. I wasn't hearing, I wasn't seeing, and I wasn't receiving. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, when I started receiving... I started feeling it. I'm in the Bible. I mean, I'm writing stuff down. I'm, I'm searching. I'm praying for people that's been in my life in the past. I'm praying for forgiveness from them. I'm forgiving them for what, what I felt they did to me. But guess what? It was all part of God's plan. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right? Oh, yes. So when God has a hand in it, look out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. now you don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. Because he snatched you up, and nobody's going <laughs> to snatch him out of your hand, right? That's yeah. right. So I'm going, man, wow, this is powerful. So I'm starting to feel me again. You know, I'm starting to feel like I got a purpose and I got a purpose. My purpose is to tell people, tell people that I love, tell people that thought that I was mean to them. So I'm sorry. Forgive me. Mm -hmm. All I could ask you. Mm -hmm. And if you truly loved me and you truly was my brother and you was truly my friend, you would forgive me because right. I've forgiven everyone. Mm -hmm. And I've had people tell me, you know, you speak all this stuff. You're, and I'm a liar, man. <laughs> wow, was you a liar? <laughs> oh, I love you. If you love me, why are you doing this to me? Right. What did Jesus say? If you love me, feed my sheep. Mm -hmm. Right? He just said it. If you love me, feed my sheep. Mm -hmm. So there's evidence if you love the Lord because the Lord can look at you and say, hey, man, I see in his heart there's a light there that I put there and it's still shining bright. Right? Thank oh, God, yeah. right? Oh, Thank yes. God because, yeah. because when, you, uh, when you walk in the light, he says, Jesus is the light. In him is no darkness. Mm -hmm. So when you're walking in the light, it reveals everything. You start to see all these things falling off of you. You're looking in the mirror, and you start to begin to like the person you're seeing again. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because there was a time I looked in the mirror and said, man, you're a sick. Who do you think you are, man? Really? Yeah. You've been mm -hmm. doing this your whole life. Mm -hmm. Ain't it time to change? So you may be able to... Win somebody to the Lord, right? Yeah. That's what we're supposed to do, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. John the Baptist went before him to plant the seed. He come in, take mm -hmm. yep. takes them in, right? Right, <laughs> right or wrong? Amen. You're and exactly I, and right. I said, 100% right. Mm -hmm. I said, who, who, 
Who's the Paul? You know, I'm listening to the pastor preach, and he's talking about Paul. Who's Paul? Look around you. Where's he at? Where's John the Baptist at? Mm-hmm. Where's all these disciples at? And they're always talking about disciples. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. That's they who we are. From, they yeah. grew from 11 to what? Yeah. Whew. Thousands. Thousands and thousands and <laughs> right. millions, probably. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, the regeneration. Right? Hey, we're right there. We're in the body with them. So, we're yes. part of it. So, yeah, so what we need to do is we don't... I used to talk, like I said, we can't talk about the Lord. We could talk about it. We could read about it. We could get knowledge in our head, but we got to put it from here to there. It's about 18 inches, right? And yeah. explain what you mean from here to there. From your mind to your heart. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. when your heart's speaking it, it's speaking truth. When yes. your mind's speaking, it's speaking like memory or something. You know. Well, I don't know how to explain that. But when I used to say it, like when I was around my brother, buddies and stuff, I would be like, hey, man, God loves you, man. You know, you better get right. And I was doing the same thing I was always well, doing. It didn't, it didn't carry any power no, back then. No and power. it says in the book of Mark that you have to believe with your heart and confess with your mouth. So when there's belief in mm-hmm. there and there's faith mixed in and the power of the Holy Spirit, then when you're speaking those words, you can actually give them to someone else. Oh, it carries you can't weight, give boy. somebody something you don't have. Right. Thank you. Right. And I knew that. I didn't yeah. know that. I thought, oh, listen to me in there. Ooh, check <laughs> yeah. me out. Yeah. And that's and I was, was getting even was sicker to my stomach. He right. goes, right? Yeah. I even had a guy call, hey, are you pastor now? And he was <laughs> at our organization, uh, you know, the, the thing. That we, you know, and yeah. he, I thought, no. And I remember partying one time, and we was partying, like, hey, man, where's your God? I'm like, he's yeah. around. Don't worry about it. Don't be <laughs> playing games now. Yeah. And, and you know, but... But the truth was, I look like a fool, man, because I was saying these things, but I wasn't doing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it says you're foolish when you do that, right? Mm-hmm. You're lost. There's no, if there's any dark, any darkness in you, there's no light in you. Right. Yep. yep. If there's any love in the world for you, there's no lo- love of God in you. That's your, right? Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So it's an yep. enemy. You're an enemy. So, and you're so, enmity with him. Right. Brother, whether you know it or not, mm-hmm. whether you have any clue of it, you're his enemy. And right off of what you just said, I'm going to share this from 1 John, what you were saying. Okay. So people, um, he says this, everyone who commits and practices sin is guilty of lawlessness, for that is what sin is, lawlessness, the breaking and violating of God's law by transgression or neglect, being unrestrained and unregulated by his commands and his will. You know that he appeared in visible form and became man to take away upon himself sins. And in him there is no sin, essentially, and forever. No one who abides in him. So you didn't abide in him yet. Now you do. And he says, whoever lives and remains in communion with him and in obedience Mm -hmm. to him, nobody who remains in that with him deliberately, knowingly, and habitually commits and practices sin. Mm -hmm. No one who habitually sins has either seen or known him recognized him, perceived or understood him, or has had an experiential acquaintance with him. Right. So obviously you've had an experiential yeah, acquaintance. Hallelujah. So when I wake up in the morning and I ask the Lord to, you know, just bring me the Spirit again. You know, let me walk in the Spirit throughout the whole day, right? I mean, Fill you I again, empower you again for the day. Me, yeah, for the day. So I armor up. I, I, I recognize who He is. Jesus is Lord. Mm-hmm. And Jesus loves me. Right. And I love Him. Yes. And uh, with that, you know, I start into the Word. You know, it says, if you love me, continue in my Word. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, not just on Sundays. Right. And, and, you're, and you're my disciples indeed. He yeah. says right after that, he yes. said, you're my disciples indeed. So, you know, when they tell you, when, when people are looking to see if there's, you know, even the lost people notice if you're crazy or not, right? Yep. They look at you, and if you're still doing the same things you're doing, guess yes. what? They're like, that dude's so full of mud. Mm-hmm. Man. He yeah. He's really lost his head, man. Yeah. You know, he's really lost his head. Mm-hmm. And I'm going like, wow. I even had a guy tell me when I was walking out the door, he goes, bro, hey, Dad, I love you, man. Go be a preacher. That's what he told yeah. me. I went, yeah. you know, really? You're going to tell me that? Right. I couldn't walk, but, yeah, I didn't want nothing to do with, with this at that time. It was evident because yeah. I was ignoring, I wasn't mm-hmm. hearing, I wasn't seeing, and I wasn't, I wasn't taking in, I wasn't receiving anything, but I did receive it. And then I, you know, 
I, I got really fell in love with this uh, whole chapter of 15. It's uh, Jesus is the true vine. And that's one of the mm -hmm. first books that I fell in love with was yeah. the book of John. A lot and of people tell me. Bible is broken half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, hey. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's been used so much in this section. I like to mention everybody's, uh, everybody that's had some kind of, you know, opportunity to pour into me. Like, there's a Pastor Fred, man, and, and this man, he's, he's been through it all. He found Jesus in jail. He got saved in jail or prison as he was going to prison, man. He found, he found Jesus, you know. Mm -hmm. so, so anyhow, he goes to our church all the time, and he sits up in there, and, and he's praying, man. He's praying in his van. Right in the parking lot. So I, have, I, I always make a note to drive by there and look. And if he's there, yeah. I'm going to get me some prayer with him. Because yeah. <laughs> I know he's get got, this, he's got yeah. the spirit, right? Yeah. He's yeah. going he's gonna, he's gonna to let you have it. Yeah. You got something I want, man. Yeah. Come and I, so I'm like, Fred, man, what's up, brother? He's like, hey, buddy. He always tells me he loves me. That's so super cool. That's the brothers. That's man, super cool. That's the brothers. That's brothers in Christ. Mm -hmm. yep. So that's super cool. I always tell Brandon, pay attention to who says I love you back right. when you when you hang yeah. up with someone or when because you I tell everybody that I love them yeah. and I genuinely mean it. And right. when people don't do that with me, man, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like I yeah. really love you, man. Like I'm really here for you. Like I'm really like, gonna take you bullets for you. Yes. You know what I mean? I know like, you do. I would take one for you, man. Well, I can tell mm -hmm. you this: love's thrown around there very, very. The love words. Yes. Throw it around there, very crazy. Yeah. Everybody Flippantly. loves everybody, yeah. right? It's just a word. And they love Today's society is just the word, I love you. If you really love somebody, they know it through yeah. our actions with one another. Right. And it's good to remind them, I love you. But I'm just saying. Yeah. And with the Lord. What yeah. you're getting at right now, yeah. mm -hmm. when you love the Lord, you obey yes. the Lord. No Absolutely. Exactly. You obey him, man. So it says, I have hey, the true dying, huh? You want to see this one? Or? No, let him read ahead. No, I got my okay. own Bible. Okay. He's speaking to me out of this one. <laughs> but, but it says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, mm -hmm. that it may bring forth more fruit. So, then it says, Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. What's the word? It's God, right? The Word of God. Jesus. So He is the yeah. Word. Mm -hmm. You know the story. So, abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can he except ye abide in me. The vine is the Father, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. We are the branches. Mm -hmm. Go through Jesus to get to the Father, right? Because they're both connected. Yep. They're abiding in each other. Right. Yep. So, in order to get to the Father, you got to what? You got to go through the through, through the, the Son. Mm -hmm. So, abide in me. And how do you how do, how do you abide in, abide in the Son through your obedience through this Word, right? Yep. So, constantly reminding yourself who's in charge. Mm -hmm. yep. He's the boss, yep. right? Yep. So, so now that we are clean through the Word which I have spoken unto you, abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, and I know I read this already. I'm reading it no. again. Yep. For those who didn't listen. So, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. Yes. So, like like our, our, our men's breakfast the other mm -hmm. day, I, I took a break. I come back. Boom. Put me on the spotlight. <laughs> hey, are you a guest of this guy? I go, yeah. He goes, hey, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, really? Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to understand why I'm here. No, yeah. I understand why. Yeah. So I go, I go, well, here's what I can see. Here's what I say. And here's what I see. And here's what the what Word of God says. Mm -hmm. There's like seven ministers. Everybody came in and said, hi, I'm Pastor Bill. I'm Pastor Jeff. I'm Pastor Bill. I'm mm -hmm. Pastor. Hey, praise the Lord. They're walking around there. And I'm going, whoa. <laughs> what just happened? Right. Yeah. I'm going, how many pastors are here? I said, I'm going to set this table with all these pastors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whew. What an honor, really. What a privilege. Right. I said it's an honor and a privilege if we're all feeding off the same vine. Mm -hmm. That's what brings us together. It's not about the religion. It's not about the baths. It's not about the Catholics. It's titles. not about the thing. Yeah. That's right. It's not about the titles. Thank you. Because yeah. I don't know all the other ones. But, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> about, it's about, Hi, I'm Bishop Apostle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bishop Apostle yeah. Deacon right. Brandon. So, evangelist. So, it is about the vine. 
the right vine, right? Yep, mm -hmm. the head so, of the body. The head of the body. So if you're feeding off the right vine, you're going to be bearing fruit, right? Yes. You're going to be blossoming. Mm -hmm. You're going to be yes. filled up, mm -hmm. putting it out there, right? So that's what I'm doing. I haven't shut up since I started. And, but, and you're gifting, making way for, and you're gifting, like, the, God, the gift that God put in you, the gifts and callings right. are, are irrevocable. So whatever you've done in your life, you've always made more. You've always multiplied it. And just the other day, you said that you put a, he put a post out on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. Eight people showed up at church. Without meaning to be do the work of an evangelist, he did the work of an evangelist. <laughs> yeah. And I, I wanted to, so that scripture you just read, um, I wanted to just read it out of the classic real quick, that one, verse 4, and then you go back to... So he says, dwell in me and I will dwell in you. Live in me and I will live in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit of itself without abiding in. And then it says, being vitally united to the vine, neither can you bear fruit unless you abide in me. It says vitally. Yeah. If, it's like, yeah. you know, is there a vital sign? Is there signs of life? What that story is trying to make us understand today, right? Yes. Today's it, language. Yep, you know, exactly. So, so hey, yeah. they're going to get it. They're going to put it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So that's why it makes different, you know, versions yeah. of the Bible. The amplified just amplifies the yeah. English. Yeah. 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 It's the woman's version. What? Yeah. Oh, whatever. Because we say so much. There we go. Yeah. Right. Yep. That's what I've heard because women have so much more to say. That's the only reason I say this. Someone's um, trying to break our ankles. <laughs> so, in five it says, I am the vine. Mm. You are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bring forth much fruit. Amen. Right? Yeah. Much it. fruit. And apart from me, we so, nothing. For without me, could do nothing. Mm -hmm. So many times in our life, we keep, you know, when, when, when we think we have the Lord, we're at church on Sunday. We're, we go to church on Wednesday, you know. People go to church on Wednesday. But on Friday, they're going to the bowling, bowling alley. Mm -hmm. They got a bowling game, the bowling team. We're going to have a couple beers. You yep. know, we're going to have this. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about Saturday <laughs> night. Hey, we've got a wedding, you know, we're going to the uh, wedding, uh, re, uh, blah, 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 what is it? Reception. 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 And so you're going to a wedding reception, and the next thing you know, you're out there drinking and cutting up and telling jokes and doing this and doing that. And next thing you know, you're way off key. Mm -hmm. Yep. Way off course. Mm -hmm. And people are watching you. Right. I went to a birthday party Saturday, and I'm sitting there, and I felt like, my brother comes up to me, hey, you all right? And I go, wow. Yeah. yeah. I said, I am all right, but I'm not going to hang here much longer because I just, I got to go. Mm -hmm. I hear Jesse and her girlfriends want to eat. I go, don't worry. We're going to go get something to eat somewhere. Yeah. But it wasn't that I didn't like the company of the people. I just didn't like the atmosphere I was in. I felt, right. I'm not ready for that. I was choking, yeah. man. You know, mm -hmm. and, and, it's just a matter of time, man. Hey, man, you want to do a shot? No, I don't. Yeah. You want a beer? No. I'm good, man. Right. I'm honestly good. The guy even asked me, hey, man, when are you going to get a license to baptize? I go, I got one. You know, I'm going to pour this water on your head. You know, so. the name of the father? Yeah. You know what? I'll pour that whole, I'll pour that whole liquor shelf on your head, stupid. So, I, so, I'm like, so I'm like, no, he was being honest. He wasn't stupid. He was just being honest because mm -hmm. yeah. he's seen a difference in me. Right. And yes. they see the transformation oh, yeah. that's coming. And I've had people like, before I would talk to uh, my my brother's is or my brother's wife is on try to pour out to them what I'm what I'm hurting about and they tell me yeah they had more sense than I did they was telling me man you just gotta be truthful with yourself right and I knew that but I couldn't because I was just lost yeah but now there's a perfect peace that's coming across me and as long as I stay focused on him hey I repented I received it I accepted it I received it. And I'm being filled with the Holy Spirit, and I'm also uh, I'm putting it into action. Yeah. yeah. And when after when you could do those things, now you had the right to share it, right? Because mm -hmm. you know what you're sharing, and people are looking at you, and they can feel it, right? Right. You don't feel like, hey, man, that's that old guy. And I know who you are. I remember you. I remember this. I remember that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how do you remember this and that? They they make stories of, hey, I'm a real big fella, man, or. One little mess up, and no, he robbed the bank. No, he turned the whole thing in. No, he did that. Oh, really? Nobody knows the truth because you know why? Everybody's lost. Right. So, 
Yeah. That's the truth of that. Yeah. The truth will set you free, right? Yeah, every time. That's what it tells you, the truth Amen. will set you free. So, so how do you get the truth? By continuing in his word, man, continuing in his love, continuing in the body of Christ, right? Amen. And, and get up every morning and you, and you drop and tell him, tell him, Lord, I say Jesus is Lord. Mm-hmm. Jesus loves John, and John loves Jesus. Mm-hmm. It may sound crazy to you, but guess what? It does a lot for me. Right. I know something that you said like before, you had that head knowledge. You had that understanding. You went to church. You knew the stories. You knew what the Bible said. And so many people, I think, get caught up in that. They get stuck in the lie of, well, I go to church, well, I know the Bible, and I can quote the Bible. But have you made it personal? Do you have the heart knowledge? Like you said, you, right. you had to have that 18 inches from here to here to, to get that knowledge and get it in your heart. And I, I do, I think that that's where a lot of the church is. Yep. is they're stuck with that, well, we go to church, and we do this for God, and we do that for God, and we can read our what? Bible. You do what for God? Right. And those are the very same people that if they don't get it from here to here, they're the ones that are going to stand before Jesus, and they're going to say, but Lord, we did this in your name, and we prophesied in your name, and we cast out devils in your name. And he's going to look at them and say, get away from me. I, I never, never knew, knew you. you. They're checking yeah. boxes That here. is the yeah. scariest place on earth to be. Yep. You're like checking, checking boxes. Like, well, I'm doing the right thing. I went to church on Sunday. Right. Like, but you yeah. lived like hell all week. Right. You lived like hell all yeah. week. I know. And Let me just say this real quick. Sorry. Um, there was this one time I was at church and it was like towards the end of the service. And I remember seeing these people come in. There was like maybe 10 minutes left of church. They came in and sat down. And and it was just like, I saw them go check in the spirit. Like, I came to church. I did my thing. That upset me so bad Mm. because it's like I started to look at the people that were in the church. And even like during praise and worship and stuff, the people that just stood there and they went through the motions. Yep. It just, it broke my heart because it's like, you are just going through the motions. This means nothing to you. And it's like, that was my prayer. I'm like, God, wake these people up. Mm-hmm. Wake them up to see that there is more to the Christian life than just going to church and reading your Bible and saying, yep, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. There's a relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. It's the relationship. It's the daily. It's the every day. I live it. I breathe it. I speak it. It's what's in my heart that comes out of my mouth. When I'm squeezed, what's coming out? Yep. yep. That's and, what we have to be. Yeah, and the worst part about that is that, like, when you have those people that are just coming in, checking a box, or not entering in, they don't have that relationship mm-hmm. with God, the body of Christ is lacking because yes. of that. Because everybody is called to a different position in the body. Everyone has an assignment and a calling mm-hmm. on their life mm-hmm. from the people that make coffee to the man in the pulpit. Right. You each have a place, a part to play in the body of Christ. So when you have those people that aren't truly entering in, they're not hearing from God, like, what am I supposed to do to serve the church, to serve the body, to serve your people? Then the body is lacking mm-hmm. in, in malnutrition, you know? Right. Yep. So that's what you got to look at it like. Mm-hmm. The body's starving, and that's why I know our Pastor Ralph here, he gets upset because he's like, you know, I want everyone here because I know everyone has something to offer to the body. Dedication. Right? Yep. Right. You know, so if if the person that should have been here tonight to to bring a word forth or to bring an encouragement or to bring something to the body or, you know, to make the coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or to you be know, with the like kids. someone yeah, or to be with the kids. You know, yeah. then then Every what's gonna happen? Doing it, doing their Things part aren't functioning on all cylinders. And so. a lot of and the people that are coming in to check in the box, so and this is what I try to explain. I like what, what happened for me is when I had an encounter with God. Every person that God uses has an encounter with him. Moses, the burning bush, Job, I heard of you by the hearing of the ear, now mine eye sees you, the apostle Paul getting knocked off of his horse, Daniel. So I want to say like an encounter with God or an encounter with an angel that carried the presence of God, like, oh, you know. Right. And it, Jesus says, the person who has my commands and obeys them is the one who really loves me. And whoever really loves me will be loved by my father. I too will love him and will show, reveal, manifest myself to him. And that uh, that's what happens. And see, once, like Paul said, I know in whom I have believed mm-hmm. and I'm persuaded. 
Nothing you can say or you could do could ever change my mind ever again. I've had an encounter with the king. I know mm -hmm. the king. I serve the king. And he gave me an assignment and carrying that assignment out. And here we are. That's you right. are, bro. That's yeah. what it is, man. <laughs> And nobody, you don't even know this is coming. It just, it just, <laughs> just starts happening. Hey, hold right? on, hold on. Yeah. Say, hey, you're, you're, let's go. I, never, I hated Facebook. I told everybody, man, stay off that stupid uh, stuff. It's horrible. Here I am. Using it as a tool. I'm using it as a good tool to share yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. And people are going, man, Johnny, <laughs> he's <laughs> changing. I'm going, way. amen. Yes, yeah, he said, he said, you don't even know what's going to happen. Hold on. <laughs> Acts chapter 2. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all assembled together in one place when suddenly mm -hmm. there came a sound from heaven. It was a suddenly moment. Yeah. Then you have one more, one more thing. Like he said, okay, well, we're talking about the encounter here. <laughs> so let's go uh, the Apostle Paul, right? What was he doing? He was on his way where? It says, now as he traveled, he came near to Damascus and suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground. He heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me, harassing and troubling me? And Saul said, who are you, Lord? <laughs> so Paul even had his then suddenly moment. You know, the right. father draws you and then, pow, there yeah. it was. I think that Paul never, the conversation of him getting Stephen murdered, you know, because they stoned Stephen. Yeah, they stoned him, yes. But the sermon that S Stephen preached, if, you know, like uh, any any Israelite or Jew that hears that sermon, they're like, wow. Like, that would just cut you to the heart. And I think that that's what happened to Paul. Because right. mm -hmm. he knew the scriptures so well. The Sanhedrin, like, mm -hmm. he was he was like, he got the clothes and he was probably like, man. I messed up. Jesus <laughs> might be the guy. <laughs> like, he might be the son of God. <laughs> and then, boom. Might have been a seed in his <laughs> life. Yeah, really. But, Hallelujah. You know, and it also says in Ephesians, and you who were you and you were dead in your trespasses and sins, in mm -hmm. which you formerly walked according to the age of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Mm -hmm. So when we are serving Satan, mm -hmm. the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience among them, we all also once lived. So we were all there before we got saved, mm -hmm. you know. And we lived in the lust of our flesh, doing the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest of but God. Say but God. But, but God. God. But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, Hallelujah. you have been saved. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. So even when we were sinners at our worst and our lowest that we could get, he loved us. He loved us. Mm -hmm. And he was ready to save us. Yes. Mm -hmm. Amen. All we had to do is submit to him, right? Yes. Right. We have to deny ourselves mm -hmm. to receive what he yes. has to give us. Right. Yes. And he had to be all cross. over it. Mm -hmm. So it says in 6 here, back in John 15, it says, yep. If a man not abide in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them up and cast them into the fire. Mm. And they are burned. What's that telling us, right? <laughs> if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Mm. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Yep. So. And the thing is, too, in all of this, Jesus is talking to the Jews. Yeah. Like, he's talking to his people. He's not talking to non-believers, yeah. not the Gentiles, because he not came that, no. for the Jews first. And it's like, if you really think about that, what he's saying here is those of you that have been called by God that are his children, you know, if you're not going to do what he's asked you to do, God's going to gather you up and throw you into the fires of hell. Yeah, yep. Exactly. I mean, it is. What's that called? That that's harsh. called the. I tell people that's the scared straight method. It yep. is. Yep. If you don't get it off of that, you better keep searching. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the scared straight method, oh, yes. right? Oh, yes. Absolutely. I mean, that's yep. why two, we have the fear of the Lord. Right. There's two, that right there? two things that we're going to do we're going to die, mm -hmm. and we're going to face the judgment. Right. right? We're going to face Jesus. Mm. Yeah, and we all have to give an account for it. Never and however realize. we live here on this <laughs> earth, that's eternity. Yeah. That grabs a hold of you, man. Because yeah. he knows what? He knows everything. We could assume whatever we want. Guess what? He knows. His word's final authority. That's it's, right. That's what it says. That's, what it, that's the truth of the matter. Right. 
regardless what we think or well you know <laughs> people right. get their own well, ideas. we can do this on monday and tuesday and you know i'll pick it back up on wednesday yep you don't know me Who no more than you, you did when that. you said you did the day before you know what i mean on sunday yep. because you weren't what sincere right yep, yep. who told you that he you knows had if you have a sincere heart or not correct yep because yep. he sends the holy spirit to those that obey that's what the whole of John 14 is right before right, mm -hmm. right, right. 15 that you're reading. And now that you're reading 15, these are the results of being in the vine. Because mm -hmm. in the vine, in him means, so he says, I'm Christ, I'm Messiah. That means in him, the anointed one. Now you're in his anoint. He like he anointed mm -hmm. you with the Holy Ghost and power to wow. you. <laughs> mm -hmm. He gives you the power. Yeah. Right. Now you take that power and you better do what you're supposed to be doing with it or what? To know him and to make him known. That's yeah. what you do with the power. Mm -hmm. To know him and to make him known. Hey right. guys, look, it's Jesus. Like people are like, hey man, that guy just got healed over there. Yeah, that's called Jesus. Exactly. When Yahweh, it Yeshua, was Jesus. Right. Mm -hmm. yes. Yep, it was Jesus. So in nine it says, as the Father had loved me, so have I loved you. Mm. And now here's our responsibility to continue in my love. He says for you to continue in his love. Mm -hmm. If you don't continue in his love, you're continuing. Hey, it's like if you're not continuing in someone's love, you're continuing in something. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good thing. Well, I don't even want to go there because you know what? I'm just yeah. saying continue in his love. Pick up hey. your cross. Do what? Follow, Follow me. Yes. Don't stand still. Don't get stuck in your mud. Mm -hmm. yeah. Follow me. Yep. That's it. Right? So, so it says, if you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love, even as I've kept my Father's commandments and abided in his love. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you. Yes. Which he's talking to John right now, because he's talking to me. If I'm doing these things, his joy is going to remain in me, right? Yeah. I've never yeah, been so joyful us. in my whole life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know where this stuff's coming from. But <laughs> yes, I do. It comes, yeah, from, it comes from the Lord, power. right? Yeah. Yeah. Comes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So it says that your joy might be full. So he gives us two commandments. Love one another, mm -hmm. right? He says, love thy Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind. Right? Yes. That's a commandment. Second mm -hmm. commandment is the same as the first. Mm -hmm. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm -hmm. Hey, we don't pick our neighbors, right? Nope. He ain't talking about <laughs> your neighbor truth. next door. He's talking about Japan. He's talking about J mm -hmm. everywhere. Yeah. I don't know why I said Japan, but anyhow, everywhere. You <laughs> know what I mean? He's talking about Israel, all of these people, you know? Yeah. Because he yeah. brought us all together as mm -hmm. one body, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. To serve one vine, and that's him. Yep, right. One God, one king, Lord of lords, king of kings, yep. God of all gods. Amen. Right? Yes. So if we're all doing that, you're not in the smoking section, maybe, <laughs> right? <laughs> there's, there's hope, right? There's Absolutely. hope, so. So I don't know, I just, you know, coming here today is a big honor for me because, you know, I've, I've never, I ain't been stressed. I've been, I've been searching, man. I've been reading, I've been calling you. I've been talking to Vanessa and I have been talking to her. She, she's like a third party, just like I'm Blind just George. There, right? Blind yeah. George's wife, you know, she'd yeah. be in there. But they got a little pot. They got a little abode, right? They got a little place. I go in over there to see him for four hours. We <laughs> yeah. sit and talk about the Lord. Yeah. You don't want to talk about nothing else. That's, what That's good because I don't want to talk about nothing else because yeah. I already know about all the other stuff. Yeah. 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 So guess what? Nothing else worth talking about. No. And then you got third party. Yeah. So I hope nobody's offended that I mentioned all these people and all some of this stuff. It wasn't out of, yeah. it was all, you guys all had a big part of bringing me to the Lord and mm -hmm. making yeah. me wake up. Mm -hmm. You didn't speak any evil of anybody. Right. As, as, no. Exactly, you know, you spoke no evil of anybody. That's love, speaking in love, walking right. in love. But the salvation and the love and everything came from the Lord. It yeah. came to me because I stood up, I, one thing, I stood up. I got used to, you're wanting to, people to see this, see that, and see that. But when you're behind the scenes, you're doing your own thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I was serving man. Mm -hmm. And shame on me. Yeah. Because I missed out on that much time of, right. with the Lord. Shame on me. So when somebody looks at me and says, quit blowing you off, maybe his feelings are hurt because you really were blowing them off and not even realizing it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hey, brother, thanks for pouring into me. Right. Because I do got it now, and you don't have to question it. Because you're going to see it. So yeah. just let me be me. Let God be God. Mm -hmm. And let's just do this together. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it. That's and it's important to give honor where honors due. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's great that you you mentioned everyone that's poured into you because yeah. if you don't give other people honor, then you know how can you be honored? Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. To me, that's so important. And whenever, like, if I receive a certain revelation from somebody or from a certain ministry, mm -hmm. I always give them honor. Right. You know, yep. always because it's important. Like, thank it's you for important. pouring into me. Thank you for yeah. obeying yeah. God, mm -hmm. man. Thank well, you. Well, that's me. that's my sisters, man. You know. I have a sister Elaine and a sister Joanne, and then I got another sister, but she's passed. But uh, my sister Joanne, sister Elaine, are wonderful, wonderfully saved Christian women. Yes. And had Christian families, raised their families up, and if you look at our family, you can look at the difference between the ones that served God and the ones yeah. that served the world. Mm -hmm. You know, we may have stuff. I, hey, I, I've got a lot of stuff. That's all it is: is stuff. Right. Usually surrounded with that stuff is a bunch of noise mm -hmm. yep. that you got to get rid of because mm -hmm. you don't need all that stuff. You don't need all that noise in your, in, around us, right? Yeah, right. It's yes. negative. Yep. It's stuff of the world. I need this. I need that. I need this. I got four bikes. I got five cars. I got a boat. I got this. I got that. What do you need all that stuff for? Oh, right. so I want it. Why? Can't that's what the world you. does to you. It makes yeah, you yeah. greedy. It makes you, yes. I don't know, it makes you just. <laughs> yep. You're right. Makes you fall is what it, it makes does. you think mm -hmm. that kind of stuff's important. And it took, it took me to, to the point where I had nowhere to turn. Even my old household didn't want to be around me. Mm -hmm. Who wants to be around you? All you're doing is complaining, screaming, hollering. Yeah, I'm trying to get the detention off me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm throwing it on you. <laughs> right? It's, it's funny now, but I go, there, who yeah. are you? You can have a lot of things and be broken. Right. And have right. nothing really. Had everything right. broken. Yeah. You've been there. Yeah. You've been there. Oh, everything yeah. gone. Not nobody to even call because why they want to talk to me for? Then you don't got nothing left to give. They kicked mm -hmm. me out. The world kicked me out. Yeah. I had nowhere to turn. Yeah. So where do you turn? To God. To God. Why? Because <laughs> yep. He does love you. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Right. And you're like God. I have no pride left. I have nothing <laughs> good. Come here. Now's, now's the time to grab you, right? So, uh, and I just wish, that, I just really wish things could have been different in the world so I could go back and tell people how I love them, but I could pray for them. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. what I do every day. Right. Every day. Mm -hmm. Every day. You can lead by because example. I worry about them, because I always worried. I was that yeah. one that always worried, man. Nobody's going to get hurt as long as I'm around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But guess what? All you need is the Lord. Right. You don't have to worry about how you got to take care of this, how you got to take care of that, because half the time you can't. Because why? The world's going to take you out. Mm -hmm. And you've got consequences when you do stuff. Yep. 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 So you've got to give it to the Lord and let the Lord work it out. you got to let it go. Mm -hmm. That's what I say. Let that stuff go. Let it go. Right? Yeah. So, literally, um, no, no, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna uh, what, take. I'm, gonna, I'm taking that? over. Okay, so, okay, so he's gonna share the this earlier what he told. And I'm mm -hmm. telling you, this is so powerful, and this is what happens when you receive the Lord and when you have a relationship with Him. Right. He's gonna explain this to you. He's gonna break down Psalm 23. Mm. Okay, so in Psalms 23, it is written, "The Lord is my shepherd." Yes. That's relationship. I shall not want. That's supply. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. That's rest. He leadeth me beside still waters. That's refreshment. He restoreth my soul. That's healing. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness. That's guidance. He for, for his name's sake, that's purpose. Yea, though I walk through the valley of a shadow of death. That's testing. Mm -hmm. I will fear no evil. That's protection. Mm -hmm. For thou art with me. That's faithfulness. The rod and thy staff, they comfort me. <laughs> that's discipline. Mm -hmm. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That's hope. Thou anointest my head with oil. That's consecration. Right? Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Yep. I have a hard time saying that word. But anyhow, my cup runneth over. That's abundance. Mm -hmm. You get abundance of yes. his love. Yes. It flows out, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can't keep it in. Yeah. No. You explode. Yeah. <laughs> so, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. 
That's blessing. Mm -hmm. And I will dwell in the presence of the Lord. That's security. Amen. Forever. Forever. Mm -hmm. That's eternity. Amen. 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 That's That's Yahweh forever. That's good. You know, uh, my my (laughs) Aunt Faith said once if she had to choose one scripture to stand on and to use like as an encouragement Mm -hmm. for the rest of if she if they took the rest of the Bible away, this is a scripture that she would choose because it's there's everything in there that the Lord does for us, you know. Mm -hmm. Everything. It's a beautiful, beautiful Mm -hmm. psalm. So we're just so grateful that you came on, and I know this is going to help people. Mm-hmm. Your testimony is powerful. The transformation that's taken place is awesome, and I love to see it. Um, now, if anybody wants to begin that transformation in their life, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior for that transformation to begin, I'm going to lead you in a quick prayer, and you can accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. So, Father... I thank you that you sent your son to die on the cross for me. Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and Savior, to wash away my sins, forgive me of my sins, cleanse me of all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, I will live my life to serve you. And it's that simple. If you prayed that prayer, you're now um, a child of God, mm-hmm. and um, get into your Bible, figure out what the Word has for you, what God has for you, and um, let us know if you prayed that prayer. Let us know in the comments, um, and because we love to see that, mm-hmm. you know, it's so We want to rejoice with you. Yeah, yes. I'm rejoicing with you because, you know, our assignment is to plunder hell and populate heaven. Yes. That's what that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Until my last breath. I gotta I gotta share this real quick though. So okay, I ran into so some guy comes pounding on my door earlier, right? He comes pounding on my door. You know, and I was telling John, uh, this is just funny to me. So I'm on the phone with Drummond. I walk outside and Drummond is like on FaceTime and he's preaching to me about the anointing and mm-hmm. everything, you know? And I'm telling this guy because I have that's my that's my dad, you know. You have respect. You hold on. <laughs> so I'm telling the guy to hold on and drumming just going on and on and on. And then the guy, he's like, hey, man, I, I wanted to tell you there's some there's some damage on your roof, blah, blah, shingles, blah, blah, you know. And I'm like, okay. And I said, hey, man, have you accepted Jesus into your heart? He goes, yeah. I said, so you serve the Lord, you're saved and all? And he said, yeah, I'm saved. I said, um, so were you going to tell me about Jesus too or just about the roof? He goes, well, No. <laughs> and, you know, and I said, so uh, you, I said, so do you ever go around and just tell people about Jesus like you do, like show up at their house about roofs and all that? Mm-hmm. He goes, no. I said, well, you know, it's called the Great Commission. You should try. You should probably get on it because uh, we have short time. You know, he's just that guy was ready to run. He's like getting yeah. back in his truck and he's like, okay, man, I'll I'll, uh, I'll go look that up. I know that dude wasn't gonna. But still, man, he's a salesman. Right. You know what I mean? And you know, as an evangelist, yeah, and you know this. We're like the reproductive organ for the church, right? The church to grow, the body of Christ to grow. And I don't mean like, so the other day when he was here, so we had eight people from, there was eight different churches here the other day, eight different churches. And everybody that doesn't care, you know, we don't care what abomination or denomination you're from. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And the thing is, is we're all under the King of Kings. We're all under Jesus. And the the assignment is the kingdom of God. And for all of us to come together and not care about any of that and just meet together and share testimony and faith and love and just to be together Mm -hmm. and to hang out and expand the kingdom. Like, so the church he goes to, Akron Bible Church. If you're in Akron and you can't make it to, you know, I don't, I don't, get to Akron. Akron Bible Church in Akron. Um, you're in Canfield. Come here. Come to Canfield. Youngstown Canfield. Also. Touch Heaven Ministries. Um, some of the other churches that were here, I didn't even get all the names. But still, if you, you know, you're you're looking for a relationship with Jesus, mm-hmm. get in there and hear the word yes. and get under that anointing. Get under that power. Get under it. And just start pressing into God. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, the transformation that took place in his life, the transformation that took place in our lives, mm-hmm. just get under that preaching. Yeah. Get Start putting it into your heart. Get it out of here and say, God, your word says that whoever seeks you with the whole heart will find you. And Jesus, that's all through the word. Just mm-hmm. seek him out with everything you got in you, and you're going to find him. Mm-hmm. And it might knock you yep. out of your chair. <laughs> I know it almost did. <laughs> 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 
Or uh, if he's sitting next to you, he can knock you out of your chair. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. Next week, we have another special guest coming to be with us. And he is from Haiti. So we will see. Hey, he's a Canadian he citizen now. A Cana- but yeah. He's Kenyo. a Canadian Kenyo. citizen now. Evangelist Kenyo. Yeah. All right. So, so thank you, and we will see you next time. Hallelujah. All right.